Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms. Apply. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Look who's here. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. There yeah. he is. Guys. Uh, I missed you so much, you guys. And I'm so happy that, Donald, you, you you took the time to put on the Mickey Mouse hoodie because I was worried you might not be wearing it. Dude, listen. This is <laughs> fucking tradition. This okay? is your uniform. This, <laughs> this is your is, uniform. I jumped right back into play. You're, what are you wearing, man? You got a hoodie on. You're looking got, all spiffy uh, well, and nice. All, th- all three of us change. You seem to ha- you have your Scrubs podcast uniform. Yeah, Daniel, where are you? Daniel lives in New York now. Uh, I'm in our new apartment. Mm-hmm. Daniel, you live in New York now? Mm-hmm. You're still married, right? Yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yes, no, we moved together. Dog and all. <laughs> Good to know. You guys, we're know. back. I missed you so much. So much has happened, dude. So I don't know so much, how we begin to do a podcast. How do we there, start? Right? There's so much <laughs> that's happened. But most importantly, I'll tell you where we start. We start with that Donald Faison has a hit new comedy. Pound, 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 pound. I do. Thunderous applause, Daniel. Yes. With freaking John Cryer, Abigail Spencer, Sophia Capana, Finn Sweeney, Lenny Clark, show ran by Michael Malley. I'm so happy for you, man. Now, now, when is it on? Tell everyone when it's on. Tuesdays, 8.30, following Night Court on NBC. Hmm. Please tune in. It's doing Listen, really well. I saw the numbers. It's doing, it's doing well. Doing... It's, yes, it's doing well. The critics hate us. But you know what? <laughs> That's how it goes. You know what, though? <laughs> I got to tell you that. You know, you made a family sitcom that everybody can watch with their kids. It's not exactly the kind of thing critics uh, stereotypically are going to go, you know, ape shit for. Somebody said to me, and I, and then it made a lot of sense. If a critic likes your sitcom, your sitcom's probably not going to last on television very long <laughs> because it's a very small group of people that are going. It's a niche type of sitcom because right. critics have seen every sitcom that's ever been on so right. yours is now niche and so now critics are like 
It's very different. Right. Nobody wants a different sitcom. We are what you are looking for when it comes to sitcom television. Right. And I also think that, uh, amen, and I also think that parents are, um, you know, you hear all the time people being like, what the fuck can I watch with my kids? Because everything on TV that's cool and that people love is edgy and you know, people are always looking up for something. What can we put on after dinner at eight thirty, or, or or you could, I suppose, you could uh, DV. I was about to say DVR. You can stream it or whatever. We're old. And We're and, old, and, and just I know I was about to say videotape, and you know, watch with your kids. And you made that. You made a wholesome sitcom that's funny that everybody can watch together. So don't worry about negative reviews. That is with John Cryer, dude. It's with freaking John Cryer. Look. If you if you follow me on Instagram or or my career at all, uh, there are two people in my other than Harrison Ford. There are two people in my life that had a big influence on me as a teenager. And that was Kadeem Hardison as Dwayne Wayne, and then John Cryer as Ducky. That character I mushed them together, and that's who I played in high school. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because nobody, let's keep it one hundred. Nobody's who they really are in high school. We're all. Facts. You know what I mean? We're all playing a role. But anyway, that was the character I decided to play in a high school full of actors and stuff like that, musicians. Did you wear the glasses with the the fold up? I did. But both of them had the glasses, if you recall. Oh, they did. So that's the thing you like. You like the glasses. (laughs) Not just the glasses, the hat, the vest. Sometimes maybe wear a bow tie to school. Maybe oh not. God. You know. You know what I mean. Like you know, I ran into your cast at a at a Emmy's um, pre party, and I was so funny. I was like, I was like your wife. I was like, he's having so much fun with you guys. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> like clutching my pearls, being like, he just loves being with you guys. Listen, we want you on the show. How about that? Well, you if you come I on, don't, the show. if you write me a funny cameo, I don't want to do a cameo. I want a good part. No, you'll have a good part. I'm not coming in to, so the audience goes, Woo! No, 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 no. It's not going to be that. It won't I want be a good that. part. You have you have way too much television talent. Yeah, to just I just don't want to be a woo, a Donald. Woo! Basically, in, in all aspects of my life, I'm just trying to do things where I'm not just a woo. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, I like to be, hey, keep it 100. After sex, a nice woo. Is is necessary? Does Casey sometimes. say "woo" after you have sex with him? No, she she has an orgasm and she's like "woo." That'd be awesome. That'd be the best day ever. Imagine, imagine your spouse after or whoever your lover, whatever you guys have just whoever it is after you have just climaxed and they have climaxed, they go "woo." <laughs> Love it. I missed you. You look hot at the uh, Critics' Choice Awards. I saw you. That was a nice Thank suit. You. you looked hot at all of these parties I saw you at. Well, I Man. only went to a couple. I did. I did have a really cool hang with your with your boy Harrison last night. Yeah, you did. You guys looked like you were doing it big. I gotta Fucking, say the yo, coolest thing. I come Don't... out on stage at the Critics. Sorry to cut you off, buddy. I come and this is the last time I promise. I'm just excited about just uh, all. I don't know how we're gonna to do me. a show. I have nine thousand things to talk about. How I are we gonna do a, an hour and a half show? But go ahead. It's impossible. All of this stuff is new to me. When Scrubs was going on, you were the star of Scrubs. You know, well, it was an ensemble, but you were the head of the ensemble, and you were the star of it. And so you had to do, and you were there all the time. And so the show really surrounded about around you and you had to go and do all of this press and stuff like that and get out and do, you know, but we were young and we had the stamina for it. 
and everything, right? So now as an adult, it's a joke that was made at the uh, award show. But, you know, when I was younger, I definitely wanted to be at the award shows and get my picture taken and everything like that. Now I get it. It's for press and we're there to make everybody happy. You know what I mean? Uh, At the studio for the network, you know, so the fans can see us and know that our show is out there and everything. But I wanted to be at my kid's basketball game. Anyway, I got dressed up. We go out and everything. And it's exactly when I was younger what I wanted. You know what I mean? It was exactly that. As an adult, you know, I'm literally in between the show at the Critics' Choice. I'm watching on a on live barn my kid play basketball and everything like that and then looking up with you know what i mean trying to you know right. applaud when i'm supposed to applaud and stuff <laughs> you, don't when I was younger, on, you don't want to get I, caught on the camera uh, no, watching your phone yet, you because people won't know that. it's something as sweet as watching your kids mm-hmm. basketball you be like this motherfucker's bored and watching right. youtube <laughs> bored watching sports right <laughs> right exactly but it's exactly what i wanted all of the big celebrities and stars were in the house at this yeah. bad boy and it was like, wow, this is, this is cool. This is great. All right. But uh, yeah, I really wanted to be watching my kid as I a kid. I just want to give you, that's very sweet. You're a very good dad. And that makes my heart warm. But I also want to say you looked great. I like that Thank suit. You. That was a nice suit. I like Paul the, Smith, I, baby. Yeah, you yeah. looked great. Right. And, you know, uh, I'm going to be honest. Can I be honest with you real quick? Please, we don't want any lies on the show, Donald. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> that's something that Wardrobe put together for me. Oh. Ooh. Oh, from your That's show. That's a yeah. mashup of Dolce & Gabbana, Ooh. Paul Smith. Ooh. I think I had some, my shoes were definitely Louis Vuitton because the, the bottoms oh. were red. What's right, the red looked, bottoms? Louis That's Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Christian it Louis Vuitton. It matched the carpet like, woo. <laughs> yeah. It was fancy. You like how good. I like it after sex. Woo. <laughs> it was, uh, oh, so you had Louis Vuitton's and uh, green, it was like a green velvet? Yeah, Paul Smith. Yeah, mm, looked good. And then Dolce and Gabbana pants. Yeah, you clean up nice, Ooh. baby. You clean up Thank nice. You. Thank you. Haircut by Vaughn. Um, I got to go <laughs> to a. Um, uh, I went to the Apple Party last night after the Emmys, nice. and that was really cool. You looked because- fire, dude. Mm-hmm. Really. You look handsome. That picture of you, Harrison, and Bill. You guys look like the brat, the Rat Pack type well, shit, man. It was dope. Thank you. I uh, I just threw on a little something, and uh, <laughs> the cool thing is I'm really we're about to gear up and start uh, shrinking season two, and I am directing episodes number three and number four. Ooh! Nice. So I'm I'm, I'm really excited. I love the show. I love the cast, and you know it's just cool. You know, with Harrison in all that mayhem, you know, with all these people vying for his attention, I had this kind of cool moment where he like did that thing where he like you know called me over and, and said, come sit down next to me and talk to me. So that's obviously very surreal, even though I know him now. But it also was cool just because gearing, seeing the whole cast and like getting excited and I don't know, I'm stoked. You know, those of you outside the business, I'm sure know we've been on strike for so long and uh, I'm just so excited to go be creative because it's yeah, been baby. so long since I've been able to do anything creative. And the, I, and I love this show and I have so much fun doing it. And then Lasso, too. I mean, even though I'm just a t- minuscule part of it, um, it was just kind of cool to see, you see uh, all the, the Lasso gang from, um, for those of you who don't know, I directed um, an episode of Lasso, season one, episode two. The you Biscuits. You nominated for an Emmy. I Emmy. did. 
It might be your favorite episode because it's the one about the biscuits, just, Mm -hmm. you know. But uh, no, it was cool to see the whole Lasso gang. Because when I directed Lasso, none of it had happened yet. You know, I I, I directed episode two of season one. And I was like, this show's cute and funny and everyone's really talented. And I think people are going to like it. And then I left. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's crazy about that? So I'm seeing all that. I'm seeing all these cast members being like, you guys remember like – I. They were all unknown, other than obviously, yeah. uh, obviously Jason, and um, and 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 Hannah was a bit known, and I and Juno. Sorry, some of them, mo- some of them were known, but you know, all the young guys. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys! What it's so crazy to see you after all that's happened to you. That was just a fun full circle moment. What's crazy about that is you, you know, we talk about it a lot early on when you're developing what the show is. The first few episodes, the directors that come in, they're really the ones that formulate what is to come for the next, if the show's successful. Yeah, set the look. Yeah. For the next few seasons. That biscuit thing ran for a really, 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 really long time. You know what I mean? All the way to the end, almost. I mean, well, at yeah, the end of well, the season when they figured out that he's making them shits himself. No, that was not. That was the end of my episode, Donald, but thanks for being a big fan. Um, <laughs> more importantly, I think what I got to do was set sort of the, the heart of it. You know, the pilot is really, really funny of Lasso, but then season, episode two was the first one that was like, oh, don't worry, we're going to break your heart too. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just so cool. And I'm, I'm happy for them. And and Shrinking is is just so much fun to work on. And then um, there's, an, there's another new Bill Lawrence drop coming out, not till the summer, unfortunately, but I did a, I did a little character arc on his new Vince Vaughn show called Bad Monkey that, uh, that's going to be really good too. Can I say one last thing about the Critics' Choice? It does involve Bill Lawrence, too. You can say whatever you want. This is your podcast. I walk out on stage to present the award for limited series with my castmates from the extended family. Abigail Spencer, John Cryer. We walk out on stage. Who's in the front looking right at me? But Bill Lawrence, Neil Goldman, Harrison Ford, Brett Goldstein, and uh, Jason Siegel. Yeah. So we walk out and r- right away, yo, oh, oh, they start screaming at uh, me on stage with these guys. So we start screaming back. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I don't know what it, if it was. I don't know if it got caught on television, but we're screaming live at each other. It was really nice to run down when the, you know when it goes black and they're announcing the nominees and everything to give Bill a hug and everything like that. It came. It oh, comes you ran off circle. the stage oh, during the yeah, package. I ran off stage. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Gave him a hug. That's really, really, really scandalous. <laughs> Get back up on stage, and and freaking John Cryer goes, Donald, you were two hugs away from Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I look down, Harrison standing dead center in the middle of the table, and I'm like, shit, I made. Well, I think I made this- the right choice. But oh man, I could have if I could have you know, stayed a little bit. You know, longer. this season, Donald, because you know, last season was COVID and so many rules. This season, I think you can come visit us on the Warner Brothers lot and uh, come say hi and meet your meet your favorite. There we go. I would love that a lot. That would be nice. Hell yeah! Because I'll be. That would be able- nice just to kick it with him. I wonder if he still smokes weed or if he ever did. <laughs> 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 Hell yeah. He was a carpenter um, hanging out with Carrie, uh, probably. He once, uh, we, we were doing this bit in, in the episode I directed where he had to keep slamming a door and the and 
a little bit, I don't know if I told this story before, sorry if I did, but a little bit of the the molding around the door came off and everyone was like, oh, somebody call a carpenter. He goes, he's like, are you kidding me? I got this. I was a carpenter. And he starts kicking it and kicking it and fixing the molding by kicking it back yes. in. It was funny. <laughs> that's amazing. That rules. We definitely haven't heard that story. No, that's the first. Wow, what else? Can we we got to talk about the Emmys. That was, um, I personally loved Succession and I loved the bear. And oh. so I was happy that they they dominated um, I haven't seen Beef. I don't know if you guys have seen Beef, but love Beef. I've never watched any of these shows. Obviously. We know that, Donald. Any the audience knows. The but audience knows I that do you don't love, like. Hold on, man. The names of these shows. Okay, so Secession. Not not necessarily the name of that one, but the beat on the theme song for that one is fire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the most fires theme songs ever. Yeah, I agree. I miss hearing it. Beef is. The dopest, one of the dopest names for a show. Because back in the day, beef was a hip-hop thing. Yo, you got beef? Yeah, I got beef. You got beef? Yeah, we got beef. And that <laughs> meant you were ready to, you you hated each other, and you guys were ready to throw down. It's gone so far into the mainstream. Well, it is about a beef. Vein, vein. You, you realize it is, the sh- I haven't seen the show, but it is about a beef between two people. Yes. Wow, they cleaned up. That that is, uh, I, I mean, you gotta watch it now, right? How could you not watch it after it won? You have all to of watch those, it now. Yeah, you gotta watch it now. Yeah, all of these shows, freaking Succession. You gotta go back and watch that now. I love you Succession. Have to. I so knew the moment the moment I saw as a director Connor's wedding mm-hmm. on Succession, I was like, this will win every single Emmy, and it did. <laughs> I called it. I called it sad. back after the fucking cut to black on that episode. It's a great one. <laughs> Right, Joelle? Yeah, hit you right in the heart. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, man. And if Kieran you... Culkin, I'm so happy for him. He just seems like such a nice guy. Truly. Since he was a kid. We went to I school know. together, me and that kid. Since he was a kid, I've known him. Oh, wow, that's right. He's oh, wow. always been a good kid. There's a lot of guys and gals, but I just my brain went to the guys who have just been doing this so long that are finally having their moment, like Jeremy mm-hmm. Allen White and Evan Moss and mm-hmm. Kieran. Nisi like, Nash? These... Come on. Yes, Nisi. there's so... There's Nisha's so many, been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I just so happy for people that have been like journeymen actors and actresses who are, as the, as the, as the people say, uh, I, I think this is correct, Joelle, uh, getting their flowers. Mm. Yes, yes, indeed, it's lovely because it's very hard in this town. There's so many ups and downs. There's so many years. I mean, that was very moving when when Kieran was saying like the thing about. Um, he, he he said something about so my manager has been with me even when no one would you know consider me for things and and just I'm I'm always very moved when people finally get their their moment of of recognition for their talent I just find it very very moving. Amen. It makes it all seem worth it. But this is also a town that's very what's next. You know what I mean? Of course. So as 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 much as it's awesome that everybody won awards last night, that ain't it's not over. We still got to keep pushing. And congratulations to everyone that won, obviously. But what's next? <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, well, that's what they get a little time, Donald. They get a little time to hold their Emmy and and uh, and and feel good. But in, you know, in about, wanna, in about, a, in about a, a month, they'll be like, oh, God, I'll never work again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You, 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 you have such – when you have a hit and when you have something that works, you're like – this is the universe. This is all the universe is ever going to give me. I'm going right. to. Right. 
Even Chris Nolan was like, you know, who never won. I, shockingly, he never won a Golden Globe. Uh, and and he that, that's just crazy. And he was up there being like, I think, you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, he said something like, in, in case I'm never up here again or something like that. But, uh, you know, you get your you get your moment. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I like award shows. I mean, it's also silly, like what art is better than other art. But I just love I love actors and I love directors and I just love seeing it, seeing everybody be happy. I hate that the award shows are so focused on actors and not that I don't love actors and directors and everything like that. I think that when we were younger, there were so many categories, you know what I mean? And the categories yeah. were seen on television. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I ran into Phil and Chris, uh, who did Spider-Verse, and they got their award on the carpet, they found out. They got their, that's where they found out. They yeah. got their award. Oh, no. Yeah, Which man. is insane yeah. if you think about the amount of artistry and work yeah. that went into that award. And you th right exactly into one into that into that movie. Just think about how much how much time and effort went into that, and they found out on the red carpet. You know what I mean? I know. It's, like, it's crazy it's, to me. I know. What about cinematography and and yeah. and, and, and costume design and production design? Like mm -hmm. the fact that those aren't presented. I guess just you know the the I I think they assume probably rightly. I don't know that the that the public who's not m m mega into. TV and film doesn't care. They just want to see the stars, I guess, right? Yeah, and we we're not seeing a change in viewership numbers though. So I hope yeah. they nobody nobody turn it really, around and bring it nobody back. Nobody really cares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like if you're if the whole premise of your awards is to celebrate the community of creatives, then let's give I mean, freaking we miss Nick Offerman's speech for for one of the best guest roles in a drama ever, because he had to do it at the Creative Arts Emmy. So I just feel like, you know, it would be great. I miss seeing costumes and makeup design and even the sound people, because then they yeah. show the clips. And it's like, if you don't know how that stuff works, you get these like really short, bite-sized clips that are like, mm -hmm. oh, this is, I mean, the Oscars were my introduction to the entertainment industry at large. Absolutely. Like, what are all the jobs you can do? What are all yeah. the positions? Right. And if that's not there, I, I think kids who you know don't grow up inside of the entertainment industry miss out on a lot and so i hope i hope There's awards goes back that. to it i mean not There's awarding the cinematographer i mean everything you're looking crazy. at and yeah. appreciating is yeah. the photography and mm -hmm. uh and the fact that that's the i don't even know if the I, if there were i'm sure it was at the creative arts emmys i don't know mm -hmm. which, what won cinematography in television this year mm -hmm. there's so many platforms too now where I don't know, it it seems like the award show has gotten gotten very specific, uh, and it's who's in the audience, and that's cool because I I'm not gonna lie, it was cool to see Robert Downey Jr. the yeah. other night. That was really fucking cool. Yeah. And, you know did you say I mean? Did you say hi to him? I didn't say shit. I I didn't say the only person I spoke to really was Reese Witherspoon. I spoke to uh, her daughter, and I got another story I got to tell. So this happened, this is the last story I'll tell about this award show. Because this is the first time ever in the history that this has ever happened to me before by someone in my own race. We're sitting there with a bunch of people at the table. And a young African-American lady comes up to me and goes, Mr. Gooding, 
I just have to say. <laughs> no, no. Yes, 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 yes Oh yes. God, you don't look anything like him. Look at you, Mister Gooding. Yes, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you. I just love you, and I go. Let me stop you right there, young lady. <laughs> I am not Cuba Gooding Jr. or his brother Omar. No, oh, no. And she immediately st- doesn't apologize or anything. Stands up and just walks away. Oh. Oh. And walks away. Oh. I was like, Oof. and so this is in front of John Cryer and Abigail Spencer. Oof. And this is. Uh, she was so embarrassed she had to just walk away. <laughs> this is the first time African American any woman has ever done this. This like, do you know you how don't much. You even look like him, though. I mean, I get no, congratulated man, for fucking. Listen, like inside, I'm laughing hard, but. The other part of me is like, I don't even look like the brother, man. Like, we don't even. Last night, a woman came up to me at the Apple party, and she said, um, and there's two women, and they were very lovely. And um, she said, I I love you so much. And I said, thank you. I really appreciate that. She goes, it's just, you're amazing. And I said, I thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. She goes, armchair expert is my favorite. She thought you were Dax? She thought I was Dax. Oh no! But I at least this look is like crazy, Dax. dude. I at least look like Dax. I don't look anything like Kubrick Jr. Other than the fact that we have similar skin color, and I think his is a little bit more golden. I'm so used mine. to people thinking that I'm that I'm Dax that I just I I know they're going to be embarrassed, and so I feel bad almost telling them. Sometimes I just walk away, and other times mm-hmm. I'm just like, um, oh, you're thinking of of Dax. Um, I I also have a podcast. It's called Fake Doctors. <laughs> you, you should check it out. <laughs> I don't go into like my career. I'm always like, you know, since you like podcasts, <laughs> I also I feel like I'll just get one quick plug in with right. one person. I love right. it. That's an extra shoot, an extra year is an extra year. I had maybe. a super cringe moment by the way last night that I came and I'm not drinking. I haven't had a drink in a very long time, but I this is the kind of thing you would would have happened drinking, but I I got home last night and I got in the tub. I've been taking a lot of hot baths at the end of the day, which I really recommend. That's like I have like a great epiphanies in the tub. Hot bath rules. A hot bath at the end of the night, no phone, nothing, just sitting there thinking. Mm-hmm. And you can have some I have some really great thoughts and creative ideas. But anyway, this one was a bad one. I pulled up, I went with the, I went with Amanda Clutes uh, to the Apple party. And as we're pulling up, I see this woman and Again, obviously 100% sober. And I go, oh, my God, she, this woman, I have to tell you this crazy story, beaming my career. She, And I go into this whole story, and we get out of the car, and I see the woman, and I start referencing the story, and I start telling her thank you for something she did for me when I was first starting out. And she's just being so sweet and nodding and kind, and I made, like, three references. And then I had told Amanda, so Amanda was like, that's so sweet what you did for Zach. And we go into the party, the party's great. And I'm in my tub at the end of the night, and I went, I think that's a fucking different woman. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And it's so cringe, but she was so lovely because I'm 99.999% sure it was not her. And, and she was like nodding and smiling and being lovely. But I'm like, that's not the woman that I think I it was. I love that. <laughs> and in the past, I could have like blamed that on like you idiot, you got too buzzed. Like no, I was stone cold. No, nah, dude, you were fine. <laughs> it's all right though. Somebody feels good. Somebody's it's all right. Living. But you saw the Dave Chappelle jump off. Somebody's living. 
You were in somebody's dream. Somebody, you were in somebody's dream, giving them all the affirmation they ever wanted and everything like that from you. It's so funny that I was laughing at myself. Like, here I am, went to a giant party night, didn't even have a sip of booze. I'm sitting here in my tub, my tub thinking session. And I'm like, you still managed to say something so cringe. <laughs> it happens. Shit happens. Well, Shit yeah. Happens. I mean, one of the Nelson twins, when I was at sushi once, came up to me while I was eating and like a little bit more than a whisper because it was sushi and you have to talk louder than the people goes, Alfonso? (laughs) 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 You don't look like Alfonso either. I know. It's crazy. The dad shit I have to take because we do look like brothers, but, uh, and I, and I, I always try and be sweet about it, but these people you don't look like. Yeah. There's no star. Not only have I been mistaken for somebody else by a celebrity, but also by somebody from my own ethnicity. Yeah. I want to go back because Joel found the cinematography. Um, Christian Springer for Atlanta, which oh, was no. incredibly shot. And um, M. David Mullen for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is also incredibly shot. They do these Beautiful. epic wonders, um on Maisel that are so cool. And I, I sent a video to Bill of one of them, like the because on on Instagram it knows I love cinematography, so it sends me all these videos, and the top half will be like the shot, and the set, and the bottom half is the is the behind the scenes shooting the shot, and it was one of these like such an epic one, or like all around a giant set, and and it went on for like like probably five minutes, and I sent it to Bill. I was like, we need to do shit like this. <laughs> um, but check this out. That's another show though, right there. When you're hot. Holy cow, you're hot. That won everything in the beginning. Nothing's really changed. You just said it so yourself. The shots are amazing. I don't doubt the acting has changed or anything like that. But It just had its moment, dude. It got so much love. They won so many awards. It's just yeah. n- now, there's a new, now there's new kids on the block, you know? Yeah, man. All these shows. First of all, everything, everything that was nominated and beyond. There was so much good television this year. Um, but, you know, things... Things become the zeitgeist, holy shit, have you not seen The Bear? I mean, have you not seen Succession? They just become like the most beloved things. It's so hard to make, as we've discussed on here so many times, something for everyone. You're not, you know, it's so rare that something breaks through and is so universally loved. Um, and 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 so that's what that's what happens. It's just like and, and and sometimes sometimes the critics and everyone loves something that audiences don't, and Succession and The Bear, just as examples, are 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 shows that just everybody fucking loved. Yeah, man. This year, um, congratulations to everyone who won from that show, and I hope it pushes the needle forward on your career because that's what that's what we all hope. You know what I mean? It's not just the recognition of what you did; it's the possibilities of what you can do. You know as well. I hope it's all that everyone hopes for. Amen, Donald. I just want to um, say that during the holiday, my movie, A Good Person, finally yeah. ended up on Prime. This is a humble brag. This humble is a humble brag. It's a humble brag, but it's just a cool ending because I, I didn't know when the movie got to Prime that it was going to blow up like that. But the second it got to Prime, and then it was the holidays, so I was like, oh, it, it went to number one on Prime in Love all that. of Prime movies. Hell and yeah. it was the holidays. And I was thinking like, oh, my God, like the Christmas movies are going to kick this movie out real quick. But at least I got to number one. And then they dropped the Eddie Murphy 
um, original Christmas movie, which of course was was went to number one. And I was like, okay, my time here is done. And then for like two weeks, I was at like number two. I was at number three. And it was just like me and the Christmas movies chilling in the top 10 on Prime. And it was just such a good feeling. So I just wanted, from the bottom of my heart, thank you everyone who's listening, who took the time to see it, uh, who took the time to tell their friends to see it, because that is, I got a note from someone at Amazon. She's like, that is so many, uh, she said, millions of people are seeing your movie and that is more people than would ever see it in the theaters. And that's just the, the, all I could ever hope for. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you guys. What we view as successful, everybody wants the holy trinity of successful, you know what I mean? Not only do the critics love it, but the people love it, and then they also they watch it and they go to see it, you know what I mean? Everybody wants that when it's successful. But successful, if you just get one or two of those, holy shit, how lucky are you, you know what I mean? But to make it accessible to where your fans can see it, you know what I mean? It's hard to get to a movie theater nowadays. And as much as I want people in the movie theaters, as much as I want people to go to movies, it's hard. You got to be freaking Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? You got to be, it's difficult. You know what I mean? I think the time, you know, I I don't know that I'll release, when I make another indie dramedy, I don't know that it'll even, it'll even be a thing where it it goes to the theater. It's, it's, it's just a, it's like a dying, it's a dying thing. The, the idea of. I don't know if it's. Okay. Well, I'm not just not just I'm going to be a little fatalistic if you don't mind. I think as I, I heard this famous uh, uh, screenwriter say, uh, eventually the theater movie theater is going to be like the ballet. Mm-hmm. In that there's a select group of people that love it and adore it and go. But it, it's it's not going to be the norm for the viewing experience, and that maybe sound very dire, but it's kind of happening. Of course, there's Barbie. Of course, there's Top Gun. Of course, there's Oppenheimer. There are. I'm not saying there won't always be these giant wins, but if you look at the macro, you know, when 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 Garden State came out of Sundance, there was there was just a you, you went to go see what was the cool movies that came out of Sundance. That was right. a thing, right? You know, because they weren't going to be on your TV forever, and then you were going to have to buy them on uh, Blu-ray or whatever it was the at Criterion the time. Criterion Collection. No, we haven't made that yet. I hope that we're about to be 20 years. I'm hoping they honor us with that. Oh, that'd be amazing. But, um, but anyway, my point is, is just that now, what Donald's saying, you know, people, it's, 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 the movie going experience is reserved for, obviously, you take your kids to something that's kid friendly. Horror does extraordinarily well still, because people want to experience that in the theater. Obviously, the big tentpole movies, obviously, the big action movies. But I don't know that the indie, the indie drama, has a theatrical life for for much longer. Joelle, I don't know what your thoughts on this as our cultural yeah, reporter. Sure. Uh, I think if you talk to a lot of people who have worked at movie theaters for a long time, I'm talking your 20 plus years, what they'll tell you is there used to be folks who would come to the movie every weekend. It didn't matter what was playing. They would come on Friday nights and see the new releases. They said those people are not coming around so much anymore. It used to be an affordable thing retirees could do. It's a lot more expensive to go see a movie, even if you have an AMC like Stubbs card where you, you know, you pay your $25 a month. You always get, what is it, three tickets a week. And so I, I definitely think that it's changing 
it'll be interesting. Even teenagers, you know, I think typically that was like when I was a kid, that was like our hangout spot. Like you went to the movies on the weekends. It was cheap. Yeah. Uh, every town had I grew up in a very small town. Uh, every local community had like its movie theater. Uh, I, I think it's definitely going to change. It'll be interesting to see how it changes. I think with your uh, Alamo draft houses and such, it'll I think perhaps that will be where your indie movies go to get their special screenings, things like that. So we'll have to see. I'm looking forward to more 35 millimeter prints. Let's do it, uh, film That's community. That's not happening, Joelle. <laughs> yeah, don't don't kill my dreams. Talk Zach. about <laughs> talk about the ballet. That's like right. that's like a, a special ballet. <laughs> don't kill Joelle's my dreams. Like, let's what I go want. back to film. Let's film yes. it all again. hundred <sighs> percent. Let's make it so only every only take certain matters. Only certain people get to shoot film, and uh, it's it, that that list is shrinking and shrinking. It's true. It's tough. All right. Should we we take a break, I assume? And yes. then we're going to talk about this very bizarre episode of Scrubs. No, Zach uh, Braff. Should we five, six, seven, eight? There you go. Please, Donald. I think I just did. Should I do it again? Yeah. Give me a real one. Oof to it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we haven't, been, we haven't, we haven't been here in forever. Don't yell because there's women nursing. But, you know, give us a good one. All right. For those of you who are nursing, now might be the time to cover your baby guys. <laughs> Seven, eight Six stories about a show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate I said he's got stories that you all should know So gather round to hear our Gather round to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono mm-hmm. Alright, welcome to Fake Doctors Real Friends We're running out of, um, of Scrubs episodes But fear... Not we uh, we we really love doing the show and we're going to keep doing it. Um, are we due for a break because we've been talking for a while, right? Daniel, Joelle, are you just going to put a fake one in there? I, I no, might put one in the in the the pre, the pre intro, but I feel like that would be silly. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll just we'll just no, have a couple don't. very short breaks in the after. So don't worry about it. We'll take one in like ten minutes. You know, what would be really cool is if we went five, six, seven, eight, and then went right to break. <laughs> <laughs> we come back from it. I don't think that's good TV. Scrubs rewatch show with Zach <laughs> and Dono. No, Propecia. <laughs> the hair starts to. We don't loud. do Propecia. I don't know. I'm making shit up. You know, know what we do? Better help. Donald and I have a secret project we're very excited about. Ooh, that we can't oh. tell you about, but um, oh. or we could do the thing where we beep it. Should we do that, Donald? Please. Beep that Ooh, shit, Daniel. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go. And. Whoa! Beat <laughs> that shit too, That's down. amazing. Boom. So, fans, That's you will know loud. what was beeped uh, very soon. It's not a Scrubs reboot yet. I don't want to get everyone geeked about that. <laughs> Although, Donald, you're on a hit show. I don't think you can even do a Scrubs reboot now. Dude, you don't know what the fuck I can do. You don't know what my contract says. You don't know my life. <laughs> you don't know my life, yo. <laughs> well, you have a high-class problem that uh, you're on a hit show. I just, listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm happy that we're back right now doing this because we haven't done this in so long. And we get to talk about such a great show. Mm. I know you're going to say it's weird because you weren't in it. Zach, no, I have more to say than it's weird, the fact that I wasn't in it. I think that the good news for the audience is this is the last what the fuck is this episode. Because next, we're going to go into Bahamas Part yes. 1 and 2. 
And then we go into the my finale parts one and two. Oh. So this is the last one. I imagine I I you did not fear, like this. Ep- did you not like this episode? Not at all. And I'm <laughs> wow. not just saying that because You're I was a hater, in. dude. I love this episode. <laughs> you did? Yeah. This I episode did. is so weird, and I have a theory why it's so weird. I think they were saving money for the Bahamas episodes. Mm. So they did a bottle episode, which is when this all takes place in one set. This all takes place in the ICU. The only, and I'm not dissing you, you're obviously always funny, but it's only Donald, uh, Sarah, the interns, right? Mm-hmm. The rest of the and cast Todd. is not, and Todd. The rest of the cast mm-hmm. is not in it. So that's a bottle episode. And I think they were saving money to do the Bahamas. Whatever. I think this is what Bill had in mind for what Scrubs could be after we left, after everyone left. It could still be in the same area. It could still have familiar faces and just new interns with different problems. Like, this story could have been told by any mixture of the origin, of the of the cast, is how I look at it. It could have been Elliot and JD. It could have been Carla and Elliot. It could have been, you know what I mean? It's the mentors looking out for the new people and all of the things that, that's, you know, that was Listen. how I looked at it. I laughed really hard at the, he went to Disneyland without me. That's that the only funny one. laughed part. so hard. Yeah, they got roller coasters that roller coaster in the dark. I laughed real hard at that. I laughed at Duda Heavy. No, I laughed. didn't laugh at Duda Heavy. <laughs> Yeah, I laughed real hard at Duda They should have cut through the heavy. Maybe that was, was so wild. cringe. I thought that was wild and cringe and should be cut for future Do you know what was cringe? What? I don't do no Japanese. The ja- I'm not doing oh well. my that God. Was definitely <laughs> cringe. That was oh so cringe. That was, God. That was uber cringe. That, I was like, That should have uh, been, you know how they took some shit out? Like, um, you know, they should have taken that one that's out. That's one of them. Oh my gosh. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. 
relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. First of all, the show episode makes absolutely no sense. There's no voiceover. At least they should have had one of you do voiceover. There's no voiceover in the whole episode. And then also the end. But that's not a voiceover. Sarah's telling you a story. It's not like it right. takes place just in her head. But you have one fantasy. It's just sloppy to me. I mean, no offense to everyone. I I think what it was was A saving I money. I loved it. I can't believe you love this episode. Joelle, did you love this episode? I did not. Do you know why I loved it? I loved it because Sarah's monologue at the end I thought was phenomenal. That's what good. she says and why she would walk away from it all. Yeah. I thought that was dope. I thought it was a really interesting thing to talk about. Like, we don't talk about disease and viruses and stuff like that. We don't. We barely talk about viruses nowadays, you know what I mean? You talk about COVID and shit like that. Motherfuckers are like, yo, I don't really, you know... We still don't, that shit's still prevalent. Or, you know what I mean? That shit's still there. All of these things are still there. HIV, HIV's still there. We talked about something that's taboo. It was a something that they blamed homosexuals for first. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was a, and this is in the early 2000s also. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, man, I just I'm thought, not saying there's nothing to love about this episode. I, I actually really did enjoy Sarah's storyline overall. Like, the yeah. her patient comes in and she's been anorexic, she, but she's like, I'm recovered. And Sarah's like, the, the stuff on the chart is not yeah. matching what you're telling me. And she's like, I promise you I'm telling you the truth. And it really causes her as a doctor to be like, let me take a step back and consider. I thought all of that worked really well. And I did like her monologue at the end. Uh, to me, the problem comes in, I don't care about any of the interns. I just yeah, don't. And it's hard to connect or care about that. That's and- tough. That's a tough. All right. Well, that's a tough sell because that's, you know, how does the show evolve then? You know what I mean? If that's the case. It I'm doesn't. not saying it that it, it can't evolve. It obviously doesn't. It obviously right. doesn't. <laughs> well, if we do, if there's a reboot, how? Do, what is the reboot then? Us as old people? People want to see us as old people? Yes. Oh, yeah. First absolutely. of all, absolutely. Yes. First absolutely. Of all, do they want to see us as old people or do they want to see You think our we're going to, if and when we do a reboot, it's going to be about fucking interns? For damn sure it's not going to be about no. no one. We have a fucking, you have evidence here. No one gave a fuck about no the shit. interns. No doubt. With all due respect to all no of the doubt. talent. No, no one doubt. gave a fuck. No doubt. I totally and I agree with you, And I agree with Joelle. They're all wonderful actors, but you just didn't care. You were so invested. People, the audience, and I'm sure people listening, fell in love with these roughly eight people who are the leads of the show and wanted to watch them and keep watching them. And obviously you can see what this episode is trying to do is tiptoe out and tiptoe the interns forward because that's what the, by now they obviously know that's what season nine is going to be. And if this was like a little like dip your toe in the water test, I agree with Joelle. It's like, I don't care. I wish there was a way to monetize that then back then, you know what I mean? To figure that out back then. Because this airs during a seat during our final season and I'm happy for the experience and being able to work for Of course. But I'm just talking know. about I'm talking about the experiment, which was, you know, they honored um uh, uh Grey's Anatomy last last night at the Emmys being twenty years or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would like and, a run like that. That's what I'm trying to say. 
And I, you know, they, in a different way, figured out how to keep replacing cast and keep, and obviously an ER, obviously. And I think in the spirit of um, that, it, it was it was a total, it makes total sense that Bill and the network would be like, let's try and do that. Why would we not try it? It works on other shows. I just think in this unique case, the audience has spoken. They just we spent didn't so much care. time with y'all. Whereas like Grey's Anatomy starts introducing new interns at like season two or three. Right. And like in with ER too, like the new doctors are constantly coming in. And so it feels much less jarring, I think, on your dr- dramatic medical show to see new faces come in as opposed to this is a comedy family that's so well oiled where y'all's jokes were and timing were so on point. I think to try to bring in four or five new people who could bring that same level of energy. I mean, it's a, it's a huge ask of any group of Yes, of, I actors. agree. So you're saying with the right with the right group of people, it would it could work then? No. I'm saying it would take a miracle of writer-actor combination on high that then also all your fans would connect with. It would be such a high bar right. to clear. I think it would be really challenging. And as proof, I think it was challenging to do. But listen, think there. of like Friends, right? Okay, let's just think of like one of the most watched shows of all time. If little by little they start introducing new young friends, <laughs> and, little, yeah. and little by little the the hero six of them or seven of them start tiptoeing out. Well, they didn't do that, but they did introduce new friends, just like we introduced new friends. They on introduce our show. partners. They yeah. introduce no. like no, here's a cute girlfriend they, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I just think. Wow. I think there's always a way to. Maybe it's a break that's needed. Frazier's having had a great couple. You know, the Connors is doing well of course but also you're talking about if we have if and when we do a a reboot of any kind it's we're going to bring the seven core people back and it's going to be about the seven core people we're not absolutely and of course there'll be guest stars and supporting stars and all that stuff but but the people listening to this podcast right now they would tune in because they they loved the that group they loved hanging out with that group and and if they're going to tune in for anything new they want to see, oh, how are they now? What are they like? What's their lives like now? How long is that interesting for? You know what I mean? If it's well-written, like, it could be, you know, I don't know, handful of seasons. Who knows? Five seasons in a movie. Eight seasons in a movie. Eight, yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. No doubt. It's also interesting if you introduce new new aspects to it, like JD and Turk and Carla and Elliot all have kids. Yeah. You know how many mean? kids do they have? We don't right, know. How, right. You know what I mean? And those these kids are now grown. This was a long time ago. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, and uh, and are JD and Elliot still together? Ooh. I hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> Has Turk's diabetes got the best of him and killed him? Oh My God! God. <laughs> oh, I think Turk will be alive unless he's I on a hit, unless he's on a hit comedy uh, on another <laughs> network. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, Turk's on a hit comedy on another network, guys. Uh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was the diabetes. It was a diabetes. <laughs> no, what other yeah. questions? I mean, um, you know, like they'd have to uh, find some reason why we all still work at the same hospital. But I, I think we'll we'll just have to let the audience go. Like, just don't worry about it. Okay, you guys, you guys want this, right? All right. So this is some bullshit reason why we all still work at the same hospital. <laughs> I, you know, I I'm I'm one that believes that this would have been a great adult cartoon. You know what I mean? Like The Simpsons or like Family Guy. I mean, you could still still do all of the fantasies. Well, I and think everything. the comp the comp for what you're talking about is Scott Pilgrim, which I think is doing quite well, right? There's a Scott so Pilgrim anime. Good. 
Really? Oh, yeah. God, really loved it. They did a Scott Pilgrim Saves the World animated series. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, they did. So it's like an anime on Netflix, and it's like an alt U. So the very first episode is like the first, like the first act of the movie, where you're like, oh, are they just making the movie animated? That's kind of strange. And then in the last minute, plot twist: What if Scott Pilgrim didn't win the first battle, but he died? What's Ramona Flowers' journey then? So he's not in the movie at all. He's not in the show at all. He comes back later, but I want to spoil it. He, right, he is in the series. And really it's all like the Scott entire Pilgrim. original cast of Scott Pilgrim. All of the actors came back and Everybody voiced Everybody came to voices. Chris is back. Like literally every wow. single person came back to voice themselves. And it's so funny. They correct some of their, um, you know, uh, the movie is not necessarily 100% PC. It's very of its time. So they make some of the corrections there. Knives gets a much bigger like arc as a character, which is really satisfying. It was delightful. I love the anime. Oh, I love every iteration of Scott Pilgrim. So good. I really did like the 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 movie. I thought that was a lot of fun to watch. Totally. And so I'm excited to watch this. Uh, yeah, well, this cartoon. We'll, have to, we'll have to see. I think that if there, if and when there's a Scrubs reboot, um, it would be fun to daydream about. First of all, it would be fucking hilarious just to get the gang back together and laugh and and. And I mean, laughing with your after all these years, getting back together and laughing and being our silly selves would be so much fun. They would have to crack the reason, you know, why, why, why are we all back together? Or, or you just say, fuck it. Like in this world, no one leaves hospitals and moves right. away. Everybody's still, everybody's still there. Neil's yeah. still the janitor. Yeah. <laughs> Season nine was a freaking alternate universe. This yeah. is. It's just continuously like this. I was thinking in during one of my tub uh, experiences that uh, that uh, it's a fantasy, right? And JD, so the 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 you, how do I describe this? You you realize that JD is imagine nothing has changed. Everything's back to normal. We're all older, obviously, and have kids and the whole thing. But you realize that JD, this is all in JD's imagination. In his real life, he's like unhappy. Uh, maybe he's gotten divorced. He has a he has some f- medical practice that's unfulfilling. And you realize that the new season is all JD remembering how happy he was. And it's all in his mind uh, of living his dream with his friends. Oh, that's cute. But also sad. I don't want JD to have a bad life. <laughs> no, I mean, then, then, then it would break out of that. And he would he would he would realize that he needed to take action and stand up and manifest having the life he wants. This isn't going to be it guys. Don't worry. I it's, it's too active. It's very much like the who shot Jr. situation or like <laughs> just where the dude died. And then out of nowhere, it was a dream type shit. Or if you read, if you're a kick-ass comic book reader, the whole shit is because this dude, that one time he gets beat up in the beginning of the movie, he's been in a coma the whole, <laughs> the whole series, and he's imagined the whole thing. Oh God! Um, all right, we should talk a little about this episode. Let's take an ad break first. Thank you, Daniel. How about the farts? Hold so on, stupid. Hold on. Let's Any, take. A let break. me tell you something. If you're let's a take writer, a break. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's take wait, a break. When we come we'll back, right back, we're going to talk about how if you're a writer, don't write about farts. We'll be right back. <laughs> Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. 
Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms. Apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Listen, if you're sitting there writing and you're I make fart it, jokes all the time. That's so fine. Easy. In, in your private life, in with your friends, nothing like a <laughs> good fart joke. I told a fart joke, joke on television. Just recently. Oh, I'm sorry to diss you and your writers, but listen, if you're a writer. I made writer, it up on this. No, I didn't make it up. Jerry O'Connell made it up. If you're a writer <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're staring at the blinking cursor and something in your mind says, what if it's a fart joke? Stop. Why? Put the, put the computer to sleep. Why? Go for a, must go for a must walk. explain. Must explain. It's just such a low bar. We, we all laugh at farts. Farts are silly. A fart noise we is funny. We make dick jokes. I just think, I just think, I always find. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's an occasional one that'll make me giggle. Obviously, in life, when someone farts, it's funny. But like this episode has like f- six references to a fart. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Joelle, your thoughts? It's an entire C plot, and it's much too much. Yeah. It's like one point they just pan back to the girl. They're like, "She fart yet? Nope." Okay, next scene. I was like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> yeah. The only time it got really embedded. The only time where I was like, "This is too much," is when she was like. It stunk really bad and then smelled like hot dogs. You mean the punchline of the entire joke? <laughs> that that yeah. was when I was like, Ugh. by the way, by the way, let me just give the audience what happens. Okay. So the woman, the woman farts in an ICU isolated room. Then the young doctor, Sonny, comes out, and all of the doctors are commenting that she smells personally like the woman's fart and then she says i've taken several ba- showers already since th- since this occurred and i still smell like it and then they say yeah you still smell like her fart that happened clearly over an hour ago and she says now i'm gonna take a bath in tomato juice i mean it's just really bad i'm sorry yes. donald <laughs> it didn't hit it did not hit for me it didn't hit. that is hilarious to me i'm oh sorry my god <laughs> But doo doo jokes. All right, well, there you sometimes. go. To, to each you know, sometimes been sitting on the toilet and the shit come halfway out your ass. All right. Then crawl back up in that motherfucker. Oh, boy. Is this, is this your bit or a comedian's bit? This is freaking Eddie Murphy doing Richard Pryor when he was a kid. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I guess I'm just not into, I'm not into scatological humor and just not for me. Okay. Well, look, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I would like to give all of the interns their props for 
putting on such an entertaining show. I want to repeat over and over again, in case of the, <laughs> in case any of those wonderful actors listen to this, they're all wonderfully talented. I'm not yes. dissing them. I'm just saying the writing, I think, um, was on its l- last legs. Clearly, it's the season. It's season eight. But don't worry, it's this is the end. The end as, and as everybody's I told you, trying to get the fuck out. And and you know and, what it's like uh, at listen, the end. Yeah, it's like someone who's running a marathon and they're at mile twenty five point nine. It's all of a sudden gets way harder to break story. Yeah, what if it's a fart joke for fucking right. a third of the episode? Come on now, come on. <laughs> You know what I mean? Are you sure we should make eight fart jokes? I'm sure. <laughs> We're going for it. Fuck it. I think we could get away with so it. So you're saying after she showers three times, that means she showered once, came out, still smelled like that woman's fart. Showered again, <laughs> came out, still smelled like the woman's fart. Showered a third time, scrubbing, probably this time with great rigor because of the other times. <laughs> um, and blue dryer hair, the whole thing. Probably put yeah. perfume on because of the problem. Yes. Put makeup back yeah, on and everything. Yeah, redid her yes. makeup, everything. Yes. Changed her scrubs, clearly. That she still smells like a little, quick little fart that this old woman had. And now she's going to go get tomato juice. Okay, but let me explain. Go ahead. It's because she had been holding it for decades. Decades. It's impossible. Everyone farts all day long. This whole show, so is the joke. The joke's impossible, dude. The joke's impossible. You're going to try and hit me with logic? Well, Google how many broke. times the average human farts a day. You, don't, you can't control it. You fart all day long. No, it, there's, an, there's, an, there's a certain amount that's excessive. I've at, seen this, of course, if, you, if, if your stomach's fucked up and you eat bad food. But I'm saying, like, the average person farts X amount of day, uh, times a day. I've seen it. What's that number? What do you think it is? What do you think it is before she pulls it out? I would say it's probably 40. 40. 12. 12. Yeah, not like you 12. noticed. By the way, a lot okay. of times you don't notice it. You're just releasing True. air from your anus. It's not like it's not like you made a noise or you smelled something. <laughs> I said You're 12. Just... I said 12 is excessive. I would say That's 40. Excessive? The humans pass gas between 13 to 21 times a oh, day. I was off. I was close. I was closer. Okay. Yeah, 13 to 21. So that so whenever you think people don't fart, when you're looking at that really hot guy or that really hot girl and you're like, oh, that, my God, know that that person is farting. They fart. 20 times a day. They, they fart. can travel <laughs> 6.8 miles per hour or 10 feet per second. <laughs> Random fart facts for you. <laughs> just. They don't all smell. They just, they just Your mm. anus is releasing like a valve. It's going. So <laughs> here's the question then. Go ahead. Can you make a whole episode about it? And this is going to get a little weird. Oh boy! Oh, here we go. Weirder. Are you on the? Are you on ganja now or not? I'm still smoking ganja. Okay. I just need to know. Go ahead. There's certain things that you have to do to leave a hospital. Sometimes it's go to the Mm. bathroom. Yeah. Sometimes it's pass gas. Right. And this is the. This is what the whole story is based on. It's not necessarily based on. It's not necessarily based on. The fact that her fart stinks. It's the fact that to leave a hospital, you have to fart. They wanted they wanted her to make a bowel movement, but but she said she was a nervous pooer like Elliot. So Elliot said, "I'll I'll I'll wait until you pass gas." Why couldn't this woman just be like, "Hey, you guys were out of the room. I just ripped a giant fart. Can I go home?" <laughs> <laughs> she could have just lied to her doctors. Yes. She could have. Could have just lied to her doctors. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that would have been so much easier, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but my uh, no, my question is, like, isn't there, aren't there certain things that just have to be let go of? You know what I mean? It was clear that she does fart. You know what I mean? There's no way she holds it for decades and everything like that. She's mm-hmm. doing it because she's trying to be looked proper. at as a yeah. She's trying to be looked at as proper. They were trying to make sure she wasn't impacted, though, is what Turk said at the top. Yeah, so why would it stink for so long, then, if that's the case? And it would. I mean, again, the joke has, there's zero logic within the joke, but the <laughs> yeah. reasoning the reasoning behind wanting to keep her around. All right, let's just go through and see if there's anything else to talk about. The doctor who thought people had oh, cat grass syndrome. Yeah, that's that a real thing. Was, yeah, that was, shit had me rolling. I thought that was funny. You think um, people that you know in your life are imposters. That's a real thing. Invasion of the body snatchers? Mm. No, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a mental uh, disorder where you, even though you know the person well, it could be your wife, it could be you, you're convinced that they're imposters. And oftentimes you, they have to do something like, like this young intern tried to do where they'll come, they'll literally just be outside the door and, and, uh, and say like, Oh, 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 hey, um, some, somebody who looks like me just left. Like people around them have to do these elaborate things to, to try and, um, um, you know, get past this, this problem that they have. I, I, I know someone whose parents have dealt with it. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's really, and I'm not, and I don't mean to say that to be dismissive about it, but that's fucking, that's wow. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it sounds horrible. Um, I want to say that the young woman, I want to pull up her name because she was talented, who played Robin. Very good final very, scene. Oh my gosh. Very good actress. I'm going to say yes. her name, everybody. Her name is, drumroll, Daniel. Karina Chase did a fantastic job as the patient Robin. I Wonderful. Thought her, I thought her acting monologue. was very good. And then Elliot, you know, I read on Scrubs Wiki, I just want to say, um, you want to hear what Scrubs Wiki has to say? Uh, Zach Braff, Judy Reyes, John, John C. McGinley, Neil Flynn, and Ken Jenkins do not appear in this episode, making it the episode with the lowest number of series regulars to ever appear. The episode is also the first to not have a narrator. The title, My, suggests JD would narrate, but Zach Braff did not appear. There was some, this is interesting. There was some controversy over Elliot's statement that she might leave medicine if she ever got married and had kids, which was perceived by some fans as anti-feminist, although it was based on the actual life of the show's medical consultant, Dolly Clock. Also, I think it's unfair to, I feel like that a man or woman could have given that statement because it's not so much that she wants to leave because she has kids, but because she thinks her children might bring her joy whereas doing this work is no longer bringing elliot any kind of happiness she's like it's it's so fleeting and i feel sad that i wasn't able to help fix their problem all i could do was diagnose it it's going back to the exact same thing that i said in the beginning of this whole thing i wanted to be in my kids basketball game it's not that i don't enjoy my job and want to enjoy the things that i do and stuff like that but that brings me way more happiness than sitting in an award show audience yeah. watching people receive fucking trophies because, you know, somebody said they like their show. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, at the end of the day, what are we really doing? What yeah. makes you happy is what makes you happy. Right. And I think Dolly Clock, who was um, married to the real JD, and they were both our medical consultants, I think this was her honest story and her honest thinking about it. 
in, in actuality, I don't think she practices medicine anymore. I think she moved on to being in working with adolescents and, uh, and, and, um, being an advocate for kids and, and, and helping parents to understand, yeah. uh, their children. And, their children. and, you know, so, so she, she really moved on to something that wasn't, um, having to tell people they have HIV because I think for her personally, it was, it was too, too soul crushing. Um, and she wanted to find a, a, a way to be, you know, so, so it, it was somebody's real story. We should have her back on the show, bro. For real. Okay. Joel, let's make it happen. I mean, we're talking to so many interesting people. This is definitely right up our yeah. I, right actually, Dolly, our, yeah, especially because I think what she's uh, dealing with too is uh, children and the uh, and drugs and helping parents to make sure their children don't go down the rabbit hole of drugs. She could be a great guest. This is a good conversation. JD is mentioned in the episode twice when Elliot tells Turkey and Sam went to Disneyland and when Elliot. And Turk mock JD's post fantasy voice. With JD's absence, no character has appeared in every episode of the show. JD previously did not appear in, quote, my absence, but is still heard and involved in the plot via cell phone, making this episode his first true absence. Do you know how pissed off I would get when you would go to Disneyland without me? I feel, like I feel like you'd still get mad at me if I did it today. If you went to Disneyland <laughs> without me, yeah, I probably would get a listen. To this day, it is still one of my favorite places to go. Yeah, you love it. Uh, By the way, aren't we outing Scott? We've always joked about where does uh, Sacred Heart take place. Aren't we really saying it's fully Southern California now? Because these people, well, it could are, be I, Florida. Oh no, Disneyland. but you went to Disneyland. Land. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I think the cat's out of the bag that it takes place in Southern California. I want to really, go to well, Disneyland, well, Saturday, Japan. Saturday. You see that shit? That shit look fire. They do. I don't know if they still got it in China. Are we allowed to go to China still? Yeah, they have the yes. seven seas. Uh, I just want to know where are we allowed to go to Disneyland where you they still go got it. All and the we don't got to all the Okay, cool. You can go to Paris. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's, there's one in Tokyo. There's Tokyo oh. looks dope. It looks fire. Disneyland SEA. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Turk says Elliot's booty is too tiny and he, I mean, he that doesn't was, bullshit. That's a lie. Like. That's a lie. You put meat in well, front of the dog, large, he's eat that shit. You Listen, do, come on like, now. You do like a large my wife bottom. Told me, my wife told me straight up in the beginning of our date, and you put meat in front of a dog, he's going to eat it. All right. That's just I, that simple. Can I t- ask you a question? That booty could be non-existent. That's not true. I don't think you're attracted to a non-existent flat butt. You like some sort of bubble. I think we all like that pressure. <laughs> By the way, Sarah has Sarah Elliott has a small butt, but it's very cute. She has a very cute booty. A little I love booty. That. I love She's that. She's got a nice Sarah little Clark. booty. I love that. You know, we're on she this got group. A butt. She's got a little booty. <laughs> and the spirit of uh, Sarah always having something go wrong. Every single time I talk to her on the phone. There's another um, long Sarah story. And we I was on a group. Not believe were you on the group cha- chat when she said she's coming to town and she tried to organize a dinner? And then she got delayed. Yeah, yeah she was supposed to come by the show and hang out. Yeah. And then she gets delayed. Even even Sarah coming to town from Canada to try and organize a dinner with all of us, she's like, she's like, okay, uh, sorry, you're not going to believe this. My flight got delayed. Everything has to be canceled. I'm sorry. There's always oh, drama. Poor Sarah. That's what she should be, drama. That should be her nickname, Sarah Drama. Yeah, I don't want to walk near her. I'm worried I'm getting hit by lightning if I hang out with her. No, she's too much fun to get hit. She's hilarious, but dude, shit always goes wrong. Yeah, man. I go, why'd you miss your flight? And she was like, well, you're not going to believe this. this. There was a cart. It got caught on it. (laughs) I think it was something like my kid. I got all the way to the airport, and my kid's hockey gear was in the car. And, of course, she has a major tournament. So what am I going to do? I have to figure out, am I going to make the flight? Am I going to get her her hockey gear? (laughs) 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 That's a pretty good Sarah. That's a pretty good Sarah. <laughs> my wife was bummed, though, because, you know, my wife loves hanging out with Sarah. What do you mean? You guys love, don't ever leave the house. Each other. You guys don't leave the house. Getting That's you guys to leave the house is impossible. You go to your son's sports matches. You go to we work. Went to the rap party for my show. Okay, that's related to your show. Family. <laughs> you go outside of your son's, your kids' activities and your job. Listen, I want to get out more. I'm not going to lie. I truly do. I really, really do. But by 7.30, 8 o'clock, I don't anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it is. Like, that's 100. What about a like, day hangout? Can you hang out in the day? No, because your kids totally have some tournament. I could totally hang out during the day. I could totally hang out during the day. But, okay, look, here's the honest to goodness truth. I truly love hanging out with my family. You know what I mean? I that's don't know great. how much longer... Any of us are going to be on this planet together for. I want to build memories with them. I spent a lot of time focusing on myself. I still do. But in this way, it's me focusing on myself because I want to spend time with my family. Uh, That's just honestly what it is. Um, I hear you. Well, I miss you. 
I miss you. I miss you. I want to hang out. I want to go to the so club. Much it hurts. I miss you so much. I don't want to go to the club. I just miss you so much. It hurts sometimes. Dude, you don't want to go to the club? No, it's just in the I be wanting to go to the club sometimes. Although my running my... joke with Donald is like, and I, I stopped texting it to you because sometimes he doesn't even reply. But back in the day when we were going out and being crazy, there was a club called Joseph's. Yes. And I'm like, just randomly, like, like a time, first of all, we don't go to clubs anymore, period. But but just randomly, I'm like, you ain't trying to go to Joseph's tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and it always just makes me laugh, like the idea that we're going to go to like a Hollywood nightclub. But he, Dude, he, those days he, are over. he doesn't reply. So I stopped making the joke. Do you remember those? There was Joseph's, Punani. Punani was the one. But Joseph's was the one. What was the other one, though? Hyde. 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 That's right. Yeah. yeah. Hyde. There was Dublin's. There was, um, what's the one where you met Casey? Or well, not where you met her, but the one where... Um, Teddy's. Uh, Teddy's. Teddy's. If those walls could talk. Oh Teddy's is the one where she said when I tried to be a wingman, and she goes, doesn't he have like nine kids? <laughs> Teddy's where we hung out with Prince and Casey. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's dope. Anyway, we ain't trying to go to Joseph's. What, you ain't trying to go to Joseph's tonight? <laughs> That's what I text him. Like, what you trying to get into? Hold on, here Nothing. it is. Wait, hold on, let me hit my button. Where is it? I'm rusty, you guys. I'm rusty. What you trying to get into? What day or soon? What you trying to do? So I'll, I'll text him. I'll be like, yo, you, you trying to get in? What you trying to get into? And then one time I wrote him, it just feels like you're not trying to get into nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, meanwhile, I know this dude's in his PJs fucking animating. Yeah, baby. You're not going to Joseph's. The Todd has a good, very good running. If, before we get out of here, the Todd has a very good running joke about people high-fiving when he's not around. <laughs> and he's serious about it. He's so serious about it that he, 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 he doesn't take the opportunity to, he reneges on an opportunity to make a sexual joke because he's too serious about <laughs> high-fives. Yeah. First, he says that that what's his name can high five when he's not around, but then mm. he, he yeah he says he's not comfortable with it. No, I would nig on it. I would nig on that. There's no way All you're right. gonna be allowed to do this. Well, that's the show, guys. Um, the good news is we have four really good episodes coming up. We have uh, two episodes of the Bahamas, and then we have. And then we have two episodes of the finale, what everyone truly believes is the real finale of the television show Scrubs. And then we're going to launch into uh, season nine, which I've yes. never seen. Oh. I've never watched a single episode of season I nine. By the way, I honestly don't think I've ever seen the episode, this episode before. So there you go. You know me. We've talked about this before. I've watched very little Scrubs. <laughs> yeah. We know, Don. The audience knows. Yes, Joelle? Well, Zach and I were talking about season nine, and since it's the last recap season, you know, what could we do to make it special? And one of the things Zach came up with was, what if season nine fanatics, people who are like, no, this episode of season nine is Mm. really bomb. If there's an episode of season nine you love, write us at scrubsiheart at gmail.com and tell us why you love the episode. If you really hate the episode. You yeah. can also call in. You can leave yes. us. I really like the voicemails. I think those are cute, but I'll also read your letters. Mm. And just tell us either why this is a great episode or why you didn't. And we'll read your guys' letters when we get to the episode. 
what I'd like to do is, Joelle, I think I gave you that idea and then you ran with it. But anyway, and then what I want to say is I liked where I thought you were going, which was if you really, really love an episode of season nine and you're listening, leave Joelle, um, you know, a two minute max voice note or email her and explain why. And if you really fucking hate it, same thing. And then we'll have you both on and we'll do like a 10 minute segment where you debate the, the pros and the cons of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, but That's you can't good. be hitting below the belt. This shit can't be like no, no. fucking no, you can't be mean. presidential debate where all of a sudden you just start. No, they're not going to interrupt each other. One's going to present their side and the other's going to present the other side. And obviously you don't be mean to anyone. It's just about the merits of, of the episode. Right. This ain't about Don't you think that's a good idea, Joel? I love it. And if we don't get enough people doing it, then we'll then we'll then we'll just do one or the other and talk about it. But um so you're gonna send I that like to, this idea. You're gonna send that to Are we mediators? What are we in this? We're whole just thing? we're 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 like the commentators on on the news who listen to their points and then and then talk about them. Do we come with up with a conclusion at the end? No. Because we know it's not a good show. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. What a way to advertise a podcast. You're going to listen to it because we know it's not a good show. Well, I have a feeling that people who are, who are listening to this podcast like uh, the four of us sitting around shooting the shit. And, uh, and that's what we're going to continue to do for y'all. Right? Hell yeah. yeah, but we're going to talk about Scrubs still. Of course we are. Just season nine. Yeah. And um, so if you want to do that, email it to scrubsiheart, all one word, at gmail.com. And we should have Shay Serrano back to Shea just Serrano close out. come on season nine? Yeah. Shay Serrano's going to be like, I got nothing. Well, I think we should ask Shay, Joelle, ask Shay to be like, hey, you know, we've always dissed this season. A large percentage of the fans have dissed this season. What are your Scrubs expert mind thoughts on it? And I I think he'll he'll have smart things to say. Heck yeah. And we should book Bill, obviously, for season nine. Um, No, he had nothing to do with it. I know, but he could. He He had zero. And he was on. Google you, oh, so you don't want to have you don't want to have Bill on to talk about season. I want to have Bill on to, just to talk about all of the other wonderful things that's going on in his life. I don't want to have him on and sit here and be like, "You fucking abandoned us, and this is what we got, season nine. <laughs> no, I don't. That wasn't going to be the tenor of my my discourse. <laughs> all right. What else can we tell you? Watch Donald's new show, everybody. Please do. It's, it's great to watch with your kids. There's no, there's no, there's no one, you know, having sex against a door. <laughs> there's no. Listen, these are things that you will not find on my show. There's no nudity. Yeah, it's very, very G. Hmm. Yes. Well, you no, it's not G. It's PG, but it's not really. What's the dirtiest yeah. joke that's been on the show so far? Oh, we get, oh I saw something. There was something about yeah, footprints get, on the wall because yeah, y'all were banging. It, it, it's, it's PG, but <laughs> it's. Word? It's television that you can watch with your family. I saw a scene where you, you know, you saw that there were footprints on the wall from when your fiance and her ex and husband were were banging, and so there were footprints on the wall from many years ago after a wine festival. Right, and and you didn't like that, (laughs) and so I painted the room. 
It reminded Amazing. me of um, I once um, subletted my my room in Manhattan um, so I could come be in LA for a while, and um, I s- subletted to a, to a, a young woman and um, and, <laughs> 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 and when I came back after uh, however long I was gone. My bed was backed into a corner. It was a queen-size bed, and it was in a corner. And there were handprints, small handprints, her handprints, all oh. over the back wall. Were she was so, getting pounded. So it, it, was cle- that it was shit, clear too. that my bed had been used for copulation many, many, many times. <laughs> that sounds like a pounding. She needed the wall for She was holding on to the wall. Yeah, yeah it wasn't it – w- they weren't just um, making slow love. Mm. No, she was, she was gripping the wall. <laughs> yes, it was, it, they they could have started off slow. They could which have started is fine. Off slow, I didn't. Which I didn't great. sublet. They could have started <laughs> off slow. Which is great. I didn't. I didn't say in in the in the sublet agreement. Please don't get taken from behind in, in the bed my mom gave me. But um, <laughs> I wasn't ready. Wow. Oh shit. <laughs> You're yeah, the magic you know, eraser when you sublet. Uh, oh my but it's God. a good question. It's a good question to ask. Like, what do you do when that happens? What do you do when you find out that your ex actually did have sex with their partners before you? You know what I mean? Like, how do you respond to that? I don't respond well. I'm sorry. Like, you I don't, don't think Casey know. had sex before you. I'm sure she did, but I don't want to meet the guy. It's not like I want to shake hands with the motherfucker and be like, "Yeah, man, we've got." something in common you know what i mean like that's not my goal in life right my goal in life is to enjoy it and that just makes but me also choke it, you know listen you have to be grateful to all the partners she had because uh, she's uh we know from the show that she's a wonderful lover and um she, it's not because of them fuck you man it's not because of them <laughs> fuck that i'm just <laughs> saying i don't mean to trigger you i'm just saying that i'm not triggered I'm if just she saying, was, if I'm, she I'm was, just if saying, she had never I'm just been, saying, motherfucker, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we know from the program that she's You're a gifted lover. We know Maybe she's a. Maybe it's time to move Zach on. Zach, 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 Zach. <laughs> All right, we should probably wrap up on this note, dude. Guys, I fucking miss this, man. Hell I love yeah. you guys. I love you guys. Audience, thank you so much for always tuning in and um, and for listening to us just ramble. I'm excited to uh, talk about future episodes coming up. It's going to be so much fun. We're getting into the nitty gritty. Yeah. The good stuff. On that note, five, six, seven, eight. Some stories about a show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses And a janitor who love to hate I said, here's a story Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, 
Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.